Hey podcast people, time to bring something back that I haven't done in a long, long time, which is the walking podcast. Um, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, um, this is where I'm actually walking and kind of out and about while recording while recording a, uh, a podcast episode. I'm doing this primarily, actually not primarily, solely because um, it's about 8.40 p.m., I am currently uh, not at home. I'm actually downtown at the moment. And I finished teaching a big, 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 big day. I mean, literally today, guys, no exaggeration. I had seven hours back to back of just teaching from teaching and meetings, actually, a bit of both. So I from one o'clock all the way to actually more than that, one o'clock all the way to 8.30 p.m., just Next, 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 student, 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 meeting, 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 student, student, student. Um, I barely, like to be perfectly honest, I mean, I barely had time to, to go to the bathroom and stuff. Um, <laughs> so I'm just in the office right now, um, just packing up my stuff, getting everything ready, and going to walk out of the office here and then head on home. And I thought, you know what, I wanted to uh, at least get something on the podcast for you, so I thought, well... I can multitask. I can talk on the on the podcast here while I get things ready and while I pack up. Why the heck not? So I do apologize if there's a little bit of like rustling or if the microphone touches some stuff. I mean, maybe it's going to be, hopefully the audio is like bearable and you can like listen and actually still enjoy and, and learn from everything despite some of the background noises and and me kind of walking around and, and doing my thing. So um, there's a few things I kind of want to share that I want to share with you guys, some perspectives on this podcast here. Um, the first thing just has to do with the grammar and vocabulary. This is something that I might have in the past talked about. I may have shared this. I don't, um, I don't fully remember anymore. My jacket just fell, whoops. Anyway, <laughs> this is a perspective I might have talked about a long time ago. And it's a perspective around uh, grammar and vocabulary. So uh, there are people who believe that when you look at grammar, right, grammar is kind of like a glass. When you think about a glass, like where you put in water, where you put in a liquid, right? When you have a glass or even a water bottle, maybe a water bottle is a better analogy. Grammar is kind of like a water bottle. And vocabulary is kind of like the water that you put inside of a water bottle. And the bigger your water bottle, right, the more useful you actually are, the more useful, the, the, the more, how do, you, how do you say this? The bigger the water bottle, the more water you can actually contain and the more useful that water becomes. In other words, if you have a 200 milliliter water bottle, basically like a really, really small thing, you can only fit so much water inside of it. And if you try and put more water into it, it just overflows and there's nothing you can really do. Well, there's an analogy with this with, with, with grammar and vocabulary. If you only know a little bit of grammar, it's kind of like you have a very small water bottle. And even if you learn like a thousand words, well, there's only so much you can really do with those words because your grammar is so limited. And so you have to expand your grammar knowledge and be able to actually excel with that grammar knowledge in order for that water and aka vocabulary to stop overflowing. Some people are even worse. Some people just literally have water only. In other words, they only have vocabulary, meaning it's kind of like if I took a glass of water and just poured it on a table, 
If there's no container to collect that water and keep that water in one place, the water just kind of spreads everywhere. And there's nothing useful happening with that water. It just evaporates and no one was able to drink it. Nothing happened with it. And a lot of people when they're learning languages kind of fall into this boat. They fall into the boat of knowing a lot of words and having a lot of knowledge about the language inside of their brains, but they can't actually use it. They can't speak. There's nothing they can really, they can't actually do anything useful with it. And so the argument becomes that the, 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 the gap in their knowledge is that they don't have enough of a grasp of grammar in order to really put that vocabulary to use and do something useful. Whoops, my microphone just got caught. And do something useful with that vocabulary knowledge. Now, in my perspective, while this, you know, this strain of thought has a certain amount of logic and while it does kind of make sense, I don't think it's a perfect science. Even when you look at the analogy, right? I, I don't think it's fair to say that the more grammar you know, the more vocabulary you can retain in your brain. I think that is fundamentally false. I disagree with that statement. I don't think there is a correlation between how much grammar you know and how much vocabulary, oopsies, my backpack, how much vocabulary you are actually able to retain in your brain. I don't think there is a direct correlation. In fact, I don't know if there really is any correlation, but I do think there's a correlation between how much grammar you actually really deeply at an inherent level how much you've actually mastered, quote unquote, and how much you're really comfortable with. I do think there is a correlation between that and um, how much you're actually able to communicate. So it's just a reality. And so sometimes that's something you have to look at. If you're looking at why are you not able to speak? Why are you not able to communicate? Why do you have all this knowledge? And you can understand a lot of what others are saying, but you can't really get your thoughts out properly. Well, it's probably due to a lack of grammar most likely. When I think about Hindi, or even Gujarati in many ways, sometimes I'll be watching, um, watching a video or listening to someone talk. I'll understand most or all or a lot of what they said, but if I had to say that, it wouldn't have come out that way. Because, for example, in Hindi, I might hear what someone says and hear the words and understand because it sounds similar to Gujarati, but I wouldn't be able to say it because I don't have the grammatical knowledge to say, oh, should I conjugate the verb like this or like that? Oh, should I say that word like this or like that? It also is why many people who grew up with another language around them, but grew up in a country that doesn't speak that language. For example, your family spoke Spanish, but you grew up in America and you didn't really speak Spanish at home. You just heard it. This is also why a lot of people in that situation can understand their heritage language, the language of their family. They can understand it, they can follow along, but they cannot speak it. And the primary reason is simply that. The primary reason is that they have enough vocabulary and background knowledge about the language to understand, but not enough grammatical knowledge to actually string it all together and, and make coherent sentences. Now, grammar is not the be-all, end-all. It's not the only thing that could be the issue. There's various, um, let me turn the light off here while I talk. Turn the lights off and open the door and get out of this office. Um, now, grammar may not be the be-all and end-all. It may not be the only thing, the only reason why you're not able to speak. There are other, th there are other factors that might be in play here. So, for example, it could be something like you have a confidence issue and you're not confident in yourself, meaning you're not able to speak. 
It could be that um, you just don't have the practice. You have the grammar knowledge, right? And you have the vocabulary knowledge. You have a lot of this knowledge, but you can't actually put it together and get it out of your mouth because you just haven't done enough practice of doing that, right? It could be lots and lots and lots of different things as to why you can't string sentences and string things together. In fact, let's go contradictory. One of the other reasons why you might be struggling is not, um, is not a lack of grammar. It often actually can be a lack of vocabulary. You think that, oh my God, I just wish I could make sentences and I can never really string things together. Well, you might not know enough words. There might be a lot of words you just don't know, which therefore means you try and say something and your brain's like, I don't have enough vocabulary to put that together. So there's a lot of things that could be behind it. Um, I think the early analogy that I shared is probably not a perfect analogy. I think it's, it's, it's effective in certain ways, but it's not perfect per se. Um, and um, yeah, it's probably the only thing I wanna talk about. I mean, it's, I'm actually now outside and uh, it's cold out here. It's snowing, man. <laughs> it's snowing. Um, there's like, it's kind of ugly outside. There's actually no one walking out here. Everyone's probably inside where it's warm. It's winter in Calgary. In Canada, actually. It's winter in Canada. So I'm going to end this podcast here because I want to put my gloves on and keep my hands warm. So thank you for, uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate your attention. And um, yeah, we'll chat later. Bye for now. See you.